Make the big score. It's episode 34. Hello, and welcome back to the Rena Hundert Show, a show where I, Rena Hundert, uh, talk about a theme every week, usually, unless I feel like doing something else. Uh, but that is what I will be doing today, and the theme is anticipation. So let that percolate while you anticipate it. Um, and if you're coming back every week and you're liking what you're listening to, please like, subscribe comment uh send me a personal email telling me i should keep going with this because honestly i just don't know sometimes um but anyway let's get to the topic of the day anticipation when you just can't wait for the thing to happen i keep snapping my fingers with what i'm saying Anticipation, for some reason, like big anticipation, the first thing that comes to mind for me was me not being able to wait until high school was over because I fucking hated high school and I just wanted to get out and be free in the world. Even though my last year of high school, I went to a great school. It was a fine arts high school. Everybody was cool. There are people there from all over the world speaking different languages. Um... Lots of different art stuff going on. I didn't even need to really pass too many of the classes. I'd finished most of my high school classes. I just needed to pass the English and gym. And I was just dicking around, being depressed, listening to Radiohead and drinking coffee. And, you know, but I still, I could not wait. It felt like bondage. I don't mean to be dramatic, but I was felt so trapped Oh, I hated school so much. Little did I know. I mean, I did know I was going to go to a different school the next year, something called SEJAP, which is in between high school and university that I constantly have to explain to people in the United States. Of its, ex- 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 of its existence. Whoa, words. Um, but yeah, I hated high school. I just wanted to be over and I couldn't wait till it was done and I could get out. And guess what? I was right. It was fun (laughs) to not be in high school anymore. School did suck, and it wasn't worth it. And I'm glad it ended. So I was 100% correct. On the other hand, as excited as I was for high school to end, I did start having panic attacks that year because, you know what? Up until that point, the whole school year, everything was scheduled for me. The truth is, I don't know why I was having panic attacks, but this is what I'm assuming, is that it was a huge transition in my life. Um, Oh, right, that was a phone notification. Um, It was a huge transition in my life from the way life was to the way it was going to be, like from childhood to adulthood. Maybe on some level I knew I wasn't really ready for that, um, but it was going to happen with or without my consent. Um, And I don't know. I don't know. So it's like, On the one hand, I was so excited. On the other hand, my body was picking up something that is something trepidatious about what was about to go on. Um, So, yeah, I mean, and you never really know, do you? Like if something you're excited about is actually going to be great. 
Um, and I wonder if anticipating it makes it better or makes it worse. Like, for example, I've noticed in my life that every time I think something's going to be awful and I'm dreading it, even though I know logically it's a good thing, like some trip I'm going to go on, I'm just like, oh, I don't feel like leaving my bed. I don't feel like going out of my comfort zone. I don't feel like changing my routine. I hate transitions. I hate new environments, <laughs> even though I love to travel. I don't know. It's a, well, we're all contradictions, aren't we? Um, you know, and uh, when I'm really dreading it, usually it just it exceeds my expectations. And that pleasantly surprises me so much so that it almost seems like all the dread and all the negative anticipation has made the whole experience better because I, I, I lowered my expectations b to the basement and beyond, digging a grave under the basement even with my expectations. And so even if we only made it to the den, <laughs> it still feels great in comparison. Um, I wonder if we ever anticipate and it's exactly the way we thought it was going to go. I mean, that would really make me cocky if I was like, I think this is going to be like that. And then it goes exactly like that. And I'm like, see, I knew what was going to happen. And I prepared perfectly. Um, and I think that would give me a big head. Um, and I wonder also sometimes when I think things are going to be great, obviously they're not as great as I thought they were going to be. I think that's part of why I really try not to think things are going to be great. But on the other hand, that's what a fun way to live, to be like, this is going to be great. And wouldn't that positively predispose me towards the uh, um, experience? Like, if I'm like, this is going to be great, it doesn't, shouldn't that logically give it more odds of actually being great? Or am I just delusionally trying to convince myself that I could ever um, control the future with my feelings? Um, it's just this thing of like, I want to know what's going to happen, right? Anticipation is a lot of like, ooh, something's happening. <laughs> and I'm feeling a little buzz in my body about what's going to happen, what's going to happen. Uh, and you're feeling excited and and uh, nervous and um, curious about how it's really going to go. And I, I guess I just always get scared that if I build it up positively, it's just never going to live up to how good it is in my head. Like nothing could ever live up to how good it's going to be in my head. And nothing's ever as bad as I think it's going to be either. Nothing is, is, feels as bad as I conceive that it will be. Or so I have uh, made myself believe. Um, but yeah, I do think a lot of it does come down to just wanting to control the future, but not being able to. Um, and also it just being something that we're looking forward to, something that we've built up as special, some kind of uh, new thing in our lives. Often it's something that, yeah, that we've never, we've either never experienced before and we're excited to see what that's going to feel like. Or it's something we have experienced before and we know it's great and it's our favorite fucking restaurant or amusement park or a person that is coming into town and you're just so excited to do it. But then maybe you go to Disneyland and there's a tropical storm on the way, like this week. I didn't go to Disneyland. I'm pregnant. I can't. Um, I mean, I could, but why would I do that? Um, <laughs> oh, jeez. 
Um, or maybe your favorite person comes into town, but they've changed. They're in a different phase of their lives, and suddenly it's way more annoying. Or they stay a little longer than what's actually fun to have a guest, you know? And then it's just too much. And even though you were really anticipating it, it is not the way you thought it was going to go. Luckily, time will pass, and you'll look back on it with rose-colored glasses. Um, and now, of course, is the part um, towards the third section of this podcast where I always end up talking about the inevitable because a lot of anticipation, a lot of subconscious anticipation that we're going through is, of course, anticipating our own demise and death, which is inevitable, and, um, and just trying to manage and control that and manage and control our trepidatious or nervous or excited feelings about it, depending on what you think is going to happen, but we'll never know. It is the great, one of the great mysteries. It's maybe the ultimate, is it the ultimate great mystery? I don't know, but it's definitely something it's like nobody can really come back and tell us. I mean, or is it a delusion if we think that has happened? I don't know. Um, but yeah. But in anticipation of your death and knowledge that it's going to happen eventually, uh, it should make you live in the moment a little more, which is kind of counterintuitive because usually anticipation actually takes, for me, it kind of takes me out of the moment into daydream, which is, is daydreaming really out of the moment? I don't know. I think you're just daydreaming in that moment, and that's part of that moment. Um, so strange to me. I bet the concept of an afterlife, it must have started as some kind of daydream for somebody just wistfully yearning for divine justice and then being like, yeah, the bad people will go to the bad place. The good people will go to this amazing place. And that's how I can point my rage right now at all the injustices going on around me. That someday, because I know death is inevitable, and now I'm anticipating it because they're going to get what they deserve. The shitty people will get the shit they deserve. The, the amazing people will get the amazingness they deserve. And man, I'm excited for that. So much so... As I am St. Francis of Assisi, I will write an amazing poem about it. <laughs> I don't know, just pulling stuff out of my head. But I guess that's the whole podcast. Um, all this to say, if anticipation brings you joy, and it's putting a little pep in your step, hey, live it up. We got to take what we can get in this life. Anyway, I hope you have a great week. Oh, oh.